0: A sexy bunch of bastards welcome to episode 113 of stacy's pop culture parlor i am the host your titular stacy and joining me in this virtual parlor of pop culturey good times and you know geeky themed biscuits and whatnot is my good friend and podcasting big brother barry nooge cake what up what up <laughs> Ooh, sorry, I was just singing a bit of music from Street Fighter.
1: Nude <laughs> ready.
0: <laughs> Round one, fight. Um, Sorry about that. No, d- don't be sorry about that, Stace. That was a fucking rad intro. That's probably That's one what? of the best intros I've ever done. How are you doing, Barry, you beautiful ah, git?
1: I... <laughs> I'm doing very well. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to sort of um, adjust myself a little bit to give myself a different flavour from Stacey and Barry. So mm-hmm. this isn't the Barry from Stacey and Barry. This is a different Barry for Stacey's Parlor. So I'm trying to decide what Barry you're getting. Are you getting the more suave Barry or more reckless Barry or more just don't give a damn Barry? I'm not Sass Baz. Sure. <laughs> Sass Baz. I don't like Baz as a shortening of
0: Barry. I hate, I, head? Hate yeah, I hate Baz. Yeah, or Baza. <laughs> yeah. Hate it. Yeah, no, it's not good. I regret saying it, and I'm very sorry.
1: It's alright. Can I just say, do you watch Pennyworth? I do not. Okay. If you watch Pennyworth, his two mates are called Dave and Bazza.
0: Oh. Were you disappointed a bit that they didn't just call him
1: Barry? <laughs> yeah, Barry and Dave. Yeah, I feel they'd probably just listen to an episode and nicked our names and then just recast us.
0: Maybe. That seems like something that you know uh, TV execs would do because they're assholes. Always. They're always screwing us over always <laughs> so i feel like i should pre-warn everybody that i'm drinking a 7.4 percent beer right now and i cut my mouth open on a spoon earlier so the alcohol's probably going straight into the bloodstream wow
1: that's, <sighs> a that's, good just, beer, though. that's just hardcore
0: i tell you what was was quite hardcore was cutting your mouth open on the spoon which is one of the most idiotic things i've ever done uh but then having to eat mexican food that you'd already cooked um it was risky
1: business. The, <laughs> the most idiotic thing I, I've actually asked, depends whether you want them in Africa or because I've done quite a few. Um, but I do remember as a as a kid being told not to walk along the garden wall when my parents weren't in the house, which is quite specific instructions, which I ignored. Walked along the garden, said garden wall, fell off said garden wall and um, took most of the skin off my um, right leg. Oh, no. And then to add to the stupidity, because I was worried that um, mum and dad were going to find out and beat the living daylights like out of me. I um, I tried to hide it, and it was only when they could see um, blood seeping through my trousers that they were like, "What's that?" I was like, "Nothing." <laughs> and then uh, I've been painting specifically
0: yeah. with my right leg.
1: <laughs> yeah, i vag- I vaguely remember actually having kitchen towel over it as trying to sort of pad the pad the blood away. Um, yeah yeah if you're listening oh. kids don't do that yeah don't
0: do that oh, it's it is genuinely dangerous to walk along the little garden walls it's um yeah yeah don't cut your mouth open with a spoon either i wouldn't yeah. recommend it
1: kind no of hurts. no also don't dive headfirst into Chester jaws because that hurts and it will earn you six six stitches
0: oh wow yeah. that sounds awful
1: yeah, and the nifty scar For years I told people that I got into a fight with six skinheads Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh
1: that, that's, how I got, that's how I got the scar
0: Amazing, absolutely amazing What actual lies, I love it yeah. <laughs> I've only got like a couple of scars And uh, and one of them is uh, on my wrist From falling over From being super terrified of getting caught during a game of teak Or tag, depending on where you where you come from That I was running so fast That I tripped over myself Did a perfect gambol Into a wall And just slammed my hand Up the wall Anyway This isn't Stacey's Playground nonsense parlor um, Stacey <laughs>
1: and Barry keep In the morning
0: Stacey and Barry keep falling over um, <laughs> I was going to say Let's move on to the pop culture But before we do I want to talk to people About festive fast food offerings Because I've had two of them in the past week and they were both dreadful and I just want to warn people away from them. Um, So if you were thinking of having the Pizza Hut festive pizza which is a pizza with a red wine sauce instead of a tomato sauce and then uh, like a rotisserie cooked chicken Not a whole one Like obviously Like you know <laughs> shred- <laughs> Just like shredded all over the top. It's just, it's just a pizza With a whole chicken on top I've just got an image of a whole chicken <laughs> on a pizza
1: Here you go.
0: <laughs> No it is like Pizza base And then red wine sauce And then cheese And then like shredded rotisserie chicken And stuffing And I think there might have been bacon Don't do it lads Because And, and I'll tell you for why uh, red wine sauce and cheese is a mistake together. Mm-hmm. And I never thought I would say that because I love a good red wine sauce. And I fucking love a good cheese. But Pizza Hut doesn't do good either of those things. They do, you know, grease in varying forms. And, uh, yeah, your yeah, your pizza that's got, like, cheese and stuffing on it, having, like, a boozy red wine tang is just no. And if you're anything like me, it'll give you the shits. And then the <laughs> the other one that I had was the KFC... Uh, They're they're doing weirdly. Their Christmas menu is a gravy based menu, so it's like oh, it's like a burger, but there's a hash brown on it. But the hash brown is formed in such a way that there's like a dip in the hash brown for you to put gravy on it. Now, I will say this right, all of that would be the the most amazing thing I've ever eaten because hash browns are amazing, gravy is amazing, KFC chicken is amazing, but. They made the mistake of coming up with something that they refer to as gravy-nays. And it is a gravy-mayonnaise that genuinely tastes of vomit. I've never eaten anything in my life that's closer to the taste of just pure sick than this. I don't know. It should firmly have stayed in the just-because-we-can-doesn't-mean-we-should uh, category, and they should have just left it the fuck alone. That Horrible.
1: Sounds, that sounds wild.
0: Nightmare. Food. and it's really annoying because like I say, the rest of the burger, oh my god, hash browns and gravy and chicken. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so just just you know, just beware. Beware the gravy nays.
1: Beware. beware the
0: gravy yeah <laughs> 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 oh, Now it's time for some pop culture nonsense. Barry, what have you been watching and reading and listening to and whatnot of late like,
1: I haven't actually been reading a lot because I've been um, working on the umpteenth draft of my new book. I I find it quite difficult to sort of be reading stuff at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was reading the comic the other day. Oh, my mind's just all over the shop. Um, <laughs> but what I have, <laughs> what I have been. Um, watching is obviously lots of lots of lovely new shows have returned i'll come i'll come on to those but um i watched a show on netflix which a lot of people aren't really talking about it's a cartoon series called blood of zeus have you heard of this
0: okay i've heard of it only through you on the geek syndicate facebook group
1: (laughs) Ah, okay so it is what it says in the tin it's about the blood of zeus well it's not it's 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 basically clash of the titans anime style okay and I loved it. It was only—I want to say it was six episodes, maybe six mm-hmm. or it's even six or eight episodes. It was really good. Pretty violent, as these sort of animes want to be. But it was just cracking. I—I I love a bit of uh, Greek mythology. I do. Got to sound the proper cockney oh, then. Eh? I do love a bit. I do love a bit of Pegasus and a bit of Zeus. mythology, love a bit. Do love a bit of Greek mythology. A bit of lightning bolt action. That sounds dodgy. Um. <laughs> The uh, lightning bolt is my <Yeah>. penis. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just go right there. Uh, yeah, so I'm watching that. Another thing that I have been watching is not, it's not really geeky as such, but um, I finally got around to starting to watch The West Wing. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I don't really know. I think it's just because some people had said, you know, to watch it. And I'm a massive fan of um, Aaron Sorkin, who, who's he writes it, just because I kind of am in awe of the way he does dialogue and when I'm sort of writing there's a couple of shows that I like to watch just for the dialogue and the interaction and stuff, and they don't, necessarily, they don't have to be geek shows Yeah. Um and Aaron Salkin is just one of those he, he just does great dialogue so I thought let's, let's start watching the West Wing all seven seasons, so we're on we've just started season two, and it's great, I love it it's the sort of show that kind of Makes you wish that's what your leaders were really like
0: (laughs) Oh, hmm. Maybe I won't watch it then Because I've I've never seen it But it is one of those ones that's always in the back of my head Because everybody does go on a bed Like it's the best thing since sliced bread But I do worry about watching political shows Because I think I'm either going to get cross at it or I'm going to get upset at it that that's not how the real world works
1: <laughs> to be fair you'll probably get upset because that's not the rule no because actually it does kind of show you how the real world works but it's just the main sort of people and say the president um or Martin Sheen or whatever they're just trying to do good you know and I, yeah I just I, I'm just really enjoying it at the moment yeah. um and obviously so you've got His Dark Materials is back and Discovery is back and The Mandalorian is back I'll start with Discovery yeah. <laughs> um, I'm enjoying because what I've realised is I've watched like I think two episodes. and I'm about ten minutes into um, episode. Is it three or four? See the fact I can't remember from an episode three or four says a lot. Um, it's it's okay. Do you know what I mean? But it's just it's not it's not it's not um, it's not setting my world on fire. Not in the mm-hmm. same way as. Um, well, the, I think the problem is as well as it comes out on the same day as The Mandalorian. Yeah. And, you know, you sit and watch an episode of Mandalorian and it's just just kick-ass and then you put Star Trek on and it's just...
0: Yeah. (laughs) I've never got into Star Trek. I don't know know why either, because it feels like it should be something that's really up my alley. But every time I've tried to watch it and it doesn't matter which season it is and which cast it is and which writers are on it, like, I just can't care.
1: (laughs) I think as well, some shows just aren't for everyone. Yeah. You know, I don't think that sometimes there's this thing of, like, "Would you mean you haven't? You know, sometimes when you say that to someone, you know, oh, I haven't seen this show. What do you mean you haven't? You know, and it, it can get a little bit annoying. And I kind of think some shows just don't work for some people. They don't, don't speak to everyone, you know. Mm. And, you know, I've watched all of the Star Treks, and some of them I've really, really liked, and some of them I've kind of thought, eh. you know, it's kind of had highs and lows and i, I realize in the end that i'm kind of just watching it just because it's star trek as opposed to i'm actually really really enjoying it i mean my favorite i always loved the original trilogy trilogy <laughs> i always loved the original series with like kirk and, and that like, just because that's what i grew up with yeah you know um and to begin with i hated next generation hated it i was just like this ain't star trek who the fuck's that ball dude this is rubbish you know <laughs> yeah yeah, no one's getting smacked about. What's going on? Nonsense. <laughs> um, but that that grew in me, and I, I, I came to really enjoy it, especially when they brought the ball in. Deep Space Nine is probably my fave. I love Deep Space Nine. Mm. Um, but anyway, enough enough of that. So I wanted to pick talk to you about something because um I saw what you said about his dark materials.
0: Oh oh yeah. It went down like a lead balloon, that thought did. Um so we're <laughs> up to what it did was it yes was it episode three this weekend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, season two is not doing it for me. I don't I don't know. It just feels really slow. It feels like it's lost all sense of urgency. And I'm a bit disappointed because I thought this was going to be the series where like shit starts hitting the fan, like with the the specters and the police and you know Mary Malone and a dust reading machine and all this stuff. And I thought oh it's going to get oh it's going to get dramatic, lads. But like I don't know, I don't feel like anything's happened in these three episodes that couldn't have happened in like one.
1: I mean I don't think I don't necessarily agree with it all happening in one episode. I think there's a lot there's a, a lot to pack into an hour. Mm. Um but I I'm really I am really enjoying it so I'll say that after. However, I can see why people would say that it's not necessarily moving as fast. I'm um, yeah, I, I'm just really enjoying the performances and the world, the world building that's going on and I, it's just proper autumn TV for me. Mm. And I just my 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 biggest crap is not enough of um Mrs. Coulter.
0: Oh, she needs to be in it way more like everything yeah. about her Ruth Wilson's performance
1: is yeah. phenomenal. Probably as we've already said, probably we've got different reasons as to why we'd want to see more of her.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man.
1: I do yeah, think well... <laughs> she
0: really fits. also she gets the best clothes in like the whole series.
1: Yeah.
0: She always looks phenomenal.
1: <laughs> yeah. She's just and she's she's Just menacing without pouring on the menace, if that makes sense. She just walks into a room and you're like, oh, shit, it's on.
0: Well, this is the thing, like, like, Mrs. Coulter in the books is definitely somebody who you know is evil. Like, she's definitely evil. But at the same time, some of her motivations are actually quite understandable uh, and she also clearly has some like love in her heart for Lyra. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's always been quite a complicated character. And I think that's what Ruth Wilson does really well is yeah. that there are scenes where she, she's is vulnerable and she's making decisions that don't necessarily go along with maybe her plan because she does at the at the end of the day, she doesn't want to see Lyra dead. <laughs> she, you know, she just, th- there's just nefarious undertones to what she is doing. Um, I think the thing for me with this season at the moment is that series one felt like it rushed to get to the end of the first book. Um, mm-hmm. So even though, cause it's been a while since I read the trilogy. Um, so I know that in the books originally, like Will isn't in the first book. He doesn't even appear until the second. So I thought it was quite interesting that they were bringing him in, in series one. And I actually liked how they did that because I felt like if they'd have just thrown him in in this series, it'd be like, Oh, what a convenient character to have appeared. Yeah. Um, But I think having done that meant that they rushed through a lot of what was happening in that first book to sort of get to the point where she can go through the gate and meet Will. Whereas this one now seems to have really pulled it back. And it's like right now we're going to sort of really get into the nitty gritty of everything. And it's like, well, I've sort of got used to this pace now of like things happening and like, you know, armoured bear fights and you know, witches flying through the air doing awesome shit. And so far what I've got is a lot of people sitting in rooms looking a bit concerned. <laughs> mm.
1: I suppose, I, I think, I guess from my, because I haven't read the books, mm. I, I have no idea what's coming. So yeah. I have I have nothing to compare it against. And I, I do think that does make a difference because yeah. I, I know there's been um, shows and films in the past that have been like adapted from books that I've watched and I'm kind of like you know, come on, I know this is coming, come on, let's get to it, come on, come on, come on, because I know what's coming. Because I think with this one, because I don't, I'm just enjoying what I'm getting, if that makes sense, because I don't know where it's going. I I do get a sense it's building to stuff, and there are times where maybe the momentum isn't as fast-paced as the um, first series. Yeah. But there's this quiet menace to it that I really, I, I I just quite like. I just like the... The, the more kind of evil... Well, I don't even want to say evil characters, but the shadier characters, like the collector dude, yeah.
0: um,
1: and like Mrs. Coulter and stuff, they're just so good at being mm. just menacing. Even when they're just being supposedly ordinary there's a bit where he just goes oh my name's such and such here's my card and i'm like no, no. <laughs> don't take his card you know, and you're kind of watching it and you're kind of going how can you not how can you not see that this guy is, is bad news <laughs> you know, why don't you get into my car which has a door which goes up that is a hint and a half year your ass that, that guy's dodgy <laughs>
0: What tickled me was when she first meets him in the museum and I can't remember what the exact line is, but he pretty much just goes up to her and goes, Oh, interested in skulls, are you And I'm like, Oh, what a creep Yeah <laughs> Why would your instinct be, Oh yeah, let's talk to this guy yeah. who's just waltzed up to a child and started talking about bones. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, mate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's a weird one for me because like I say, it's been a while since I've read the book, so I don't fully remember like everything that happens, but I think, I think it just feels a bit, the pacing feels a bit off to me compared to mm-hmm. the first season is all. And I'm hoping that they can sort of, because like they've made some weird choices in the sense of things like, okay, so as a little teeny weeny spoiler. How spoiler we Okay, it's not that teeny weeny, but it's from episode two, so that it's like over a week. It'll be, it'll be two weeks by the time we've put this episode out probably oh, okay. um, but there's a there was a bit in the in episode two where like an entire like colony of witches gets wiped out but we don't see any of the action part of that what we see is three witches returning home to a load of fire and looking sad and I'm like okay but like that was your opportunity to like do something in this episode and you haven't d- done it you've just you've just done more of people looking sad or concerned. <laughs> 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 like just do some things, yes, please. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still enjoying. Look, like, like you say, you know, it's a really amazing world that they've built, and the casting in it has been great. I do love the lady who's playing Mary Malone; she's wonderful. Yeah. But yeah, I just feel like it just needs to pick it up. It either needs to pick it up a notch, or it needs to like, really up the ante with the suspense. Because at the moment, I am finding myself like getting about halfway through an episode and thinking. I could take a nap. <laughs> I could just take a little
1: nap. Now, what it what it really what it needs is um, more James McAvoy's jumper. Is it does. It, it
0: definitely it definitely needs that, and it definitely needs more bears.
1: Yeah. More bears. Also, no, I will say, I um, brush a little award to I don't know his name, so I'm just going to say Eagle Dude, the talking eagle. Or well, I don't even know if he's an eagle, the talking bird. Yeah. Because it feels like he's escaped from like Lord of the Rings and ended up here, and he's like, "You know what, I'm just gonna own it, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: because <laughs> everyone because everyone's got this kind of you know Shakespearean way of talking, but like he goes to the like <laughs> ah Lyra, we must help like, he's he's just awesome you could do you could do a whole show on just that eagle just flying places talking shit to people and then like flying off and and I'd love it, I'd love it. That would be good. Yeah.
0: How unsettled were you with uh, the lady at the bar with the spider demon? Ugh.
1: Sue gave me the heads up. I was, oh. I hadn't, I hadn't noticed, and Sue went, she's got a spider on her shoulder or something. I was like, okay, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I was, I was watching it and I was like, oh no, why does it always got to be fucking spiders, fucking hell?
1: <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not, no, you know, I'm not being funny, but in that world, if I'd end up. If I had a demon and he turned and when he, he or she picks their form or something and I get a spider, I'm like, I'm out. Oh I'm yeah, I'd just kill myself. Like
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm not hanging around with a talking spider.
1: I don't go, f- go and find Lord Azure. And go, you know that. You know those experiments you're doing. Yeah, sign me up, buddy. Because yeah. I'm out. <laughs> Donate my body to James yeah. like a science. <laughs> <But> if we <laughs> separate you from your demon, you'll you'll just be like a, a living husk. Don't care.
0: You'll you'll eventually die Ah well we all do
1: Yeah. (laughs) At least I won't be dying With a talking spider whispering in my fucking ear
0: Obviously I mean it'd be terrible for me if I had a demon Because I'm scared of most animals So you know I wouldn't really want anything (laughs) I'd be like I don't know Can mine be like I don't know A sloth and I'll just put it in a backpack And I'll just carry it around In my backpack
1: and that'll that'll do (laughs) I'd like to have a hamster called Archimedes. That would be pretty good, to be fair. That that wore like um like a pilot's cap with like goggles and shit.
0: They say like the demons are uh, like a like sort of a bit of a show of like what your personality is. I dread to think what mine would be. Like, what's the most scaredest animal? <laughs> <laughs> what is the wussiest animal? I don't know my demon. Oh dear. Um, talking of spiders, uh have you watched episode two of Mandalorian yet?
1: Categorically nope. No. <laughs> I um I tried so <laughs> the problem was is I got your message where you sort of said you can watch it from <laughs> from, here to to here. <laughs> from here to here. From here to here, you you're you're okay. But then I got so many people going. Whatever you do, don't watch The Mandalorian. Don't people like random people in the street knocking remote controls out of my head? No. <laughs> so I I decided, um, you know what? I'm not I'm not even gonna risk it. And then I saw um, a picture of what one of the spiders looked like, and I'm uh-huh. like, I'm not going anywhere near that episode. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I was quite lucky because Rich Rich was watching it at dialysis on like the friday morning and he texts me and he said oh, are you watching mandalorian yet?" and i was like no i'm hard at work mate and he was like well when you watch it just a little warning for you and so he, t- he told me which bits not to watch but right. like a fucking idiot i was like maybe it's not as bad as rich was so oh, holy shit yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. it was a nightmare and there were hundreds of them and there was skittering yeah. noises and no thank you
1: yeah, uh, I've 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 done that before where I've gone maybe it's not too and then live to regret it.
0: Well, the worst part was is I kept checking the screen as to like when can I look back and I happened to look back just as a small one was landing on baby Oda's head and it wasn't a good time. The reason I was going to ask you that was because I was wondering if you've missed out on the uh, the controversy of that episode. <laughs> Which I find really funny. Um, what's, what's
1: the controversy?
0: There's a big deal on the internet because... The, you know how like a lot of episodes of The Mandalorian are mando goes somewhere and needs something but he can't do that thing until he's done the adventure for that day so mm-hmm. he has to like kill a thing for a family or take someone somewhere or there's like some sort of like video game style fetch quest that he's got to do <laughs> before he can do thing he actually went there to do so in this episode the, the, the whole point of it is is that he needs to get this um she looks like a humanoid salamander yeah,
1: you, you see her at the start of the next episode
0: don't you yeah so yeah. it's the point is that he needs to get her and this canister of her like eggs to back to her husband on whatever planet it is uh in this rickety old piece of shit ship and that there was a whole contro- controversy because in the episode there's a couple of bits where baby Oda eats the eggs
1: <laughs> now yeah.
0: I personally don't understand this controversy because as far as I'm concerned, if he's anything like actual Yoda, he probably comes from, like, a swamp planet. So it would stand to reason that he would eat things like frogs and frogs' eggs and that kind of, like, fish-based type, you know what I mean, swampy type food chain. And also, he's a hungry baby. So, like, if anything looks edible, like, I don't know about you, but any kid that I've known in my life, even if it doesn't look edible, they'll put it in their mouth just to check. Yeah, Piece of dirt, a slug, <laughs> like I don't know, whatever, let' like, see something, like, I'll stick that in my mouth, see how it goes, <laughs> like so I don't understand uh, the problem with it at all. uh, the internet went wild over the fact that he was like you know inadverted commas committing genocide by like eating this lady's babies, and I was like, well, I, I totally get <laughs> it's very distressing to see somebody literally eat somebody's babies like. But like I say, it's a—he's a tiny baby odour. He doesn't really know what he's doing. And eggs are kind of delicious usually. Um, right. I think you're, you've only got a leg to stand on as well if you're a vegan being upset about this. Because if you're a human person who eats eggs, get out of town with that, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, wow, I had I had no idea there was any kind of controversy.
0: Yeah, a lot of people were um, like, Oh, that's it now, baby Yoda's no longer cute to me, he's a fucking murderer and I was like no reason. He's tantamount to having a, a fucking egg on toast, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> like shit. I don't know. Like maybe I'm just a bit too much of a meaty eating person to understand wow. it. But, yeah, I thought it was a really bizarre reaction for people to have. Plus, Baby Yoda is fucking hella cute. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to take him murdering quite a lot for me to find him not cute.
1: <laughs> I, wow.
0: Yeah. It was an interesting episode. There was also, like, an, an alien in a jumper, so I enjoyed that. But, yeah, <laughs> is spiders.
1: It a, a, is it roanoke <laughs>
0: I don't think it was a roll neck, but it was a lovely shade of, like, teal. Like, a dark teal. It was really <laughs> nice. I love a good, love a good like, cable-knit, thick cable-knit jumper. That's good time. <laughs> uh, but they should wear more jumpers in space. They, they should. Space wear right, they should. Re- weird outfits. But I'm sure there must be some cold planets or cold bits of planets. Anyway, I've gotten off topic. The point is the Mandalorian is still very good. But can we just lay off spiders? Why is there always a spider episode in everything? <laughs>
1: well, it's like I can't. So, on the... Um xbox i have the game pass and they've just i think it's in the last sort of few weeks they've done a deal with ea so all the ea games are now coming onto game pass Mm -hmm. and one of the games is the new star wars game um that came out last year which i think is jedi fallen order or something like that yeah and um i was like oh great went down and then i remembered at the back of my mind and saying to me whatever you do don't play that game um and then i I did a search and it was like giant spider is literally from the get-go Oh no, motherfuckers! <sighs> so, so I just I just deleted. Yeah, back to go to the Shima I go. You bastards.
0: <laughs> uh, like I was talking to Rich about this because I said I think it's actually quite genuinely unfair to those of us with like real. Because the thing about spider phobias, right, is that like. I totally understand people being afraid of something like, say, I don't know, a shark. But like if you watch an episode of something with a shark in, you don't have to worry about seeing a shark in your house later that day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not going to happen unless you live in the sea, which would be weird if you're scared of sharks. Like you know, you're not gonna be walking down the street and suddenly there's a shark. Like this ain't shark window, that's not how the world works. But like but like a spider. Like the whole time after watching that Mandalorian episode, my head was itchy, my arms and legs were itchy, I kept thinking I was seeing things moving on the wall at a corner of my eye, like there's a spider in here, I could just sense it. (laughs) I've been looking around. Did I tell you my my giant spider nightmare that happened to me on Halloween?
1: Can you not tell me? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm. 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 I was gonna say, I'm sorry for your loss. I don't know what's fucking died. <laughs> you know, I'm. I'm sorry that you had to go through that. I'd, yeah. I'd rather not go through that.
0: That's fair. That is totally fair. Um. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> what else should you
1: watch? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think. I haven't really. I think. No, no, that's not true That's not true I've um, started watching um, DuckTales We talked about this But I think I'm four episodes in I'm kind of um, really taking my time with it Yeah It's just so much fun Isn't it though? It's just fun It is fun I love that show so much I've just watched the latest
0: episode And it made me hoot I'm not going to say why Because that would be a really dick move of me to be like Two, two and a half seasons ahead of you, and being like, oh, this thing happens, yeah. What a prick. Uh, <laughs> but um, have you got a particular favourite favorite duck yet?
1: <laughs> no, well, because I haven't, I still can't tell the um, three boys apart. I can when I'm watching the episode, if that makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I know you, I know you like one of them because you were telling me before. I actually really like, I um, actually really like Webby, she makes me laugh.
0: Webby is great yeah. she, And she only gets better, I think Because yeah. I, I found her mildly grating at first Because she's just too excitable uh, But when she calms down a bit <laughs> um, Yeah, she's great
1: I Actually, love Lord Yeah, there was an episode that where um, It's the one I'm watching at the moment Where they're trying to scale It's effectively it's Mount Everest And when they kind of arrive at the sort of staging area for it and um i think one of the um one of the boys is like oh you know we can finally find the treasure of neverest or whatever and um scrooge is like there is no treasure and he was like what do you mean Are you telling me there's no treasure no there's no treasure right okay see you later i'm gonna be i'm gonna be <laughs> gonna be at the coffee bar and there's a shot of him like <laughs> literally like miles away sitting there sitting in a coffee like Sitting in the coffee cafe say see you later, guys. He's just drinking, he's just drinking hot coffee, and I'm like, and then the next shot is them going, and I was expecting him to come back, and it was a gag. He's like, no, he's he's really not going with him. He's just chilling out. <laughs> that's I thought it was quality. I thought that's me. Yeah, that that sounds like.
0: Uh, oh, is it Louis the green one? Oh, I forget. Yeah. I
1: I know yeah, the, okay. the green one. Okay, it
0: sounds like him because he's obsessed with money. <laughs> Right, okay. <laughs> just obsessed with money and things that can make him money. Yeah, he's great. I, I, I just personally, I just love Dewey. I think he's so funny and adorable. Uh, I, I'm, I'm scared to say too much in case I ruin a thing yeah. for you because there's a lot of good stuff coming your way. Um, yeah.
1: Why can he wait?
0: <laughs> Here's a question for you, B. Have you seen the new Mutants movie yet?
1: No, I haven't. I, I completely, completely went off my radar. Seeing as it got pushed back, like gazillion times yeah have
0: you seen Um, it i have yeah it is not worth it uh not worth the wait not not even a little bit now i know it's a popular movie for people to dunk on like i'm very aware that everybody said it was shit so i went into it almost determined to like it because i'm a bit of a contrarian and i wanted to be the one who's like no You're all wrong. It's great fun. Nah, mate, I couldn't. (laughs) I just couldn't. It's, uh, it's badly written. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. All of the actors are bad, even Anya Taylor-Joy, who I normally like. The characters don't really make a lot of sense. And, there's no real threat to the film so they just throw one in at the end and I don't I don't want to spoil it by saying what the thing they throw at the end is but it's so fucking funny that I couldn't cope with it even a tiny bit
1: Is it a um, tornado?
0: Oh, do you mind if I spoil it? Like is it going to ruin your life if I tell you what happens?
1: It might ruin one of your listeners' lives. Oh, uh,
0: well, they don't mind, because I'll put a spoiler warning. Oh,
1: okay. It doesn't <laughs> me. Okay.
0: okay. Well, like, so the whole premise of the new mutants is that they're in, like, a, an institution for, like, you know, mutants with powers and stuff. And, like, ostensibly, it's to get therapy and learn to, like, deal with their powers and blah, blah, blah. But basically, they're just sort of, like, trapped there. <laughs> and a the new girl turns up, and it turns out that she, that her power ends up being... Uh, Manifesting people's worst nightmares So she's basically Pennywise But real fucking dull Um, (laughs) She's got no no personality to speak of Not an interesting person at all Uh, So she turns up and everybody's nightmares Start becoming real And they're all very bad Like bad CGI monsters And all this sort of shite And like it got to the point There's about an hour into this film And it's only like 90 minutes So it's not a long movie And we're about an hour in And there wasn't really any bad guy because obviously this girl it's like a power she can't control she's not purposely like dicking everybody over she's just she doesn't know what she's doing yeah um and like they sort of toy with the idea that the people who run the institution are the bad guys but that never really goes anywhere because they just you know knock the nurse out and throw her out a window basically so that <laughs> no threat there so what happens is the <laughs> the girl who can manifest nightmares manifests one of her own nightmares. Which is just a big bear
1: So Is it Yogi
0: bear. It's just a big bear It's just a real big Brown bear Um And that's <laughs> That's the climax of the movie They all fight a bear Oh <laughs> <laughs> So the joking. climax
1: for so the climax of the movie is basically Adam more cruelty.
0: Mate, it's so stupid. Like me, Rich <laughs> looked at me and he went, you, are you kidding? The, the bad guy's a fucking bear that has a fucking <laughs> shitting movie. I was like, mate, it's not even a real bear, it's a dream bear, it's not even a real fucking bear. We were livid, we were like, What is this movie? Who who was writing this and thought shit we need a bad guy? I don't know, what a better bear? Yes, put it in.
1: <laughs> Someone get me a CG bear stat.
0: Oh my god, and the CG so bad. But like I just could not stop laughing. I was like, Are you joking? This is <laughs> this is the mo this is the ending of the movie. Like you know, you know what I'm like. I'm a bit fussy when it comes to CGI, but i will it off if the film is interesting. So, like, as much as a lot of people rag on it, I don't mind the Ed Norton Hulk movie. And I don't mind that there's a 20-minute CGI fight at the end because it's two big fuck-off monster-looking things. Having a scrap, I'm like, yeah, all right, that'll do. Yeah, Jim, I don't mind them. Yeah, it's quite, I mean, it's, you know, it's a good little romp in it like go yeah. on, whatever. Uh but this I was just like, where'd this bear come from? What is <laughs> What is happening? What Who? Is this, is this the story they were trying to tell and it's taken <laughs> fucking thirty five years to make or however shitting long it was? I'm <laughs> absolutely not. It's so stupid. Oh, it's so stupid.
1: Hated it so much Maybe the beer's Gonna start turning up In like Marvel films Going forward Just randomly Just you know. oh, <laughs> He's the way? new I reckon that beer the new Thanos Oh my god He's gonna get The infinity call in, It's all gonna kick off <laughs> Fucking
0: beer it's, <laughs> so, it's so sad I mean the only Redeeming factor About this film Is that it's only 90 minutes long So I suppose If you've got like 90 minutes And you don't care About your own brain cells Starting to dribble Out of your ears give it a
1: while <laughs> but otherwise i would say it's yeah. not working see i i think these days because i've got lit- so much content pouring out my ears to to watch read or listen to that you know when people say things now i think it was different sort of 10 years ago when people say to me well you know if if you've got a spare like two hours or spare like hour you want to watch something shit you Know, so yeah, I'm like, well, or <laughs> yeah, when have I got a spare two hours? Yeah, I've uh, watched the hundreds of hours of stuff which I know is probably gonna be good that I haven't watched yet. Yeah, yeah,
0: I would avoid it then if I were
1: you. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm, I am really intrigued by the um, by the, by bear. the, by the big bad or the big beer, honestly.
0: <laughs> if, if we could just watch like the bear scene, although, like. It's just such a weird movie. They give Maisie Williams like a really bizarre accent. I'm not a hundred percent sure if it's supposed to be Irish or Scottish. It changes like the whole way through. Um and I've forgotten there are two boys in it and I've forgotten everything about them. They're so bland. I think one of What's them the is
1: the film called is it New
0: Mutants? New Mutants, yeah. I think one of the guys <gasps> I found it strange that you found the bear.
1: I found it. New Mutants. Fine. Hang on, I'm just just clicking it. Oh my god! Uh, oh, that's a dodgy haircut. Move on. <laughs> Move on. Alt screaming. Move on. Ooh.
0: I mean, I suppose it, it is at least a pretty big bear,
1: but I'm just seeing lots of lots of her with a light. Oh no! Oh, there's. Oh wow! <laughs> oh wow! Oh <laughs> wow! Oh my god! <laughs> 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 what I don't why, why is she? <laughs> I've got I've got so many questions
0: none of them will be answered by the movie <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean what, why why has she got a lightsaber oh I
0: don't know <laughs> I
1: don't know um, that, that wasn't what I was expecting I have to say <laughs> I, I was expecting a, a beard <laughs> she's expecting a beard like Yogi beer for some reason <laughs>
0: Hey! <laughs> all their picnics that would be quite funny to be fair but yeah so that was the new mutants have you seen the trailer for chaos walking
1: yeah I have what in the blue fuck <laughs> I, it's one of them trailers where you sort of come out of it and you you don't want to automatically go that looks rubbish because you kind of feel like you... it's a concept that clearly needs explaining in the film. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I, I, I thought I don't know if if I'm just being stupid, but I'm like I, I don't, I don't understand. I'm not saying it was bad; or it looked bad. I'm like, I, I just... so if I'm right, is it that like they're they're on a world where like everyone can see each other's thoughts?
0: Yeah, that's what I sort of gleaned from the trailer because um I didn't know originally that this was based on books Um, because I've not read them, Uh, so I don't have any idea, like, what the plot is. So what I gleaned from the trailer is that all the women are dead or gone
1: Mm. and that
0: all the men can see each other's thoughts or hear each other's thoughts or a bit of both, not quite sure, (laughs) very weirdly represented in the trailer. Uh, And then a woman appears. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was one of those trailers that I watched, And it finished, and I was like, I don't have a fucking clue whether I want to see this or not. Yeah. And it wasn't that it like put me off, because there are some trailers where you watch them and you think, oh, that movie's not for me, or oh, that genuinely looks bad, or whatever. But this film was like, okay, so it looks looks impressively made, you know, I like Tom Holland a lot, I like Daisy Ridley a lot, you know, it looks like it could be, you know, Mass Mickelson's in it, it could be... Yeah, it's a good... I mean, you can't knock the cast. Absolutely. You know, so I was like, oh, maybe I'll be into this. Watch his trailer. I haven't a fucking clue. <laughs> yeah,
1: <right.
0: laughs> just genuinely not a clue. Yeah. Uh, I'd be interested to see what people who have maybe read the books think about the look of thee. um I'm just trying to look up because I'm sure Rich told me that a completely different director was lined up for this because I don't know who it's actually directed by. Oh, Doug Lyman. Never heard of him. I've heard of him. Uh, it was originally gonna be uh, Charlie Kaufman. Kaufman, however you want to pronounce it. Who is the guy behind? Have you seen? I'm thinking of ending things. No. Uh, have you seen Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Yes. Okay. He wrote that film. He didn't direct that one, but he wrote that one.
1: Oh, okay. Uh,
0: and he directed. I'm thinking of ending things, which is a very interesting film. Don't want to say too much more about that because that is a uh, not only a hundred percent my favorite film of the year thus far; it's a strong contender for my favorite film ever. Wow. Um, so, yeah, is there cool. <laughs> there's, there's uh, is there a bear? Don't think so. There might be though. I might <laughs> there might be a bear tangentially in it. Um, nobody gets attacked by one though, as far yeah. as I remember. No, it's a movie about like a breakup, but it's told through like memories, and it's very mm. uh, non chronological, and you don't quite know what's like real and what's misremembered and it's all very interesting and I feel like that could have been an entirely different trailer for for Chaos Walking if Charlie Kaufman was involved.
1: Right.
0: Um, but yeah I mean it's one of those films that I'm probably going to end up seeing, um, especially if we're at a point where, you know, when cinemas are back open properly and I've probably got a Cineworld card again or whatever actually I might not get a Cineworld card because they treated their staff like shit during the lockdown so maybe I won't, maybe I'll get a different cinema card but um, I'll probably go and see it just because of that. But I don't... I, I just don't, Like, I thought a trailer is supposed to give you enough of a hint about a movie that you're like, ooh, I want to see that. Whereas I was just baffled by it. The-
1: I, was, I was just confused.
0: <laughs> just completely baffled? Like, I don't... I do not know. Right. I do
1: not Yeah, I mean, on the flip side of that, if you were to talk about a trailer, well, I, I watched this trailer and I want to say 30 seconds in, I was like... I'm I I'm all over this All over this Like rotisserie chicken On pizza bread
0: <laughs> Yeah
1: And that's um, Batman's Soul of the Dragon Have you seen this trailer?
0: I have not No oh. I thought you were just Talking about The Batman movie With uh, What's his chops What is his chops? Oh my god I've totally forgotten his name Robert
1: Something Oh no Oh yeah um, Robert Pat- Pattinson
0: so, and there
1: you go yeah. yeah no this is so basically I'll read you the blurb go so, on set in the midst of the swinging 1970s this Elseworlds adventure finds Bruce Wayne training under Master Sensei it is here that Bruce along with other elite students students students, is forged in the fire of the martial arts discipline. The lifelong bonds they form will put, be put to a test when a deadly menace arises from their past. It will take the combined efforts of Batman, world-renowned world martial artists Richard Dragon, Ben Turner, and Lady Shiva, and their mentor, 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 God, I can't read anything today. <coughs> oh, Sensei, the Battle of the Monsters of the World and Beyond. So... <coughs> Uh, this is it's basically like if you had Batman meets and the Dragon.
0: Uh, yeah, uh,
1: I was. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you
0: say somebody in this show is in this is called Richard ba- uh, Richard Dragon? Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I wish my surname was Dragon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just change it. Stacey so Dragon. now on, you're Stacey Dragon. I'm Barry Dragon. Give We're a <laughs> <the> Dragon too. <laughs> I'm gonna to need to grow an afro there.
0: <laughs> I just need to grow some coolness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> However, you you need to I am gonna um for for afterwards, I'm gonna send you the link to the trailer. This trailer is so badass. <laughs>
0: It does sound pretty spectacular. It, it sounds like somebody's reached into your brain and gone, what's the best kind of Batman thing we could make specifically for Barry Nugent? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the
1: And the cast as well, the voice cast is great because they've... So there was a film you might... Have, have you heard of a film called Black Dynamite? Yeah. Right. So the guy who plays Black Dynamite does one of the voices.
0: Oh, nice.
1: And Mark... I can never say his name. Um, Mark the... the cuss. Cusco I said that completely wrong he was um in um i mean he's a, he's a, he's a martial arts guy he's been in loads of films but he was one of the villains in um john Free. okay and yeah so it's, it is it's it's a it's a cracking voice cast and so they said that the trailer just looks proper 1970s style so yeah i i can't i can't wait for this it does sound good.
0: Uh, what are your thoughts on the Robert Pattinson Batman trailer? Because I had an, I had an interesting reaction to this that I decided not to voice on the internet for fear of getting punched. <laughs> um, it, it couldn't look more generic to me than <laughs> like, it's like the have gone. Oh, what what if we made Christopher Nolan's Batman again? But I, I guess
1: like with Robert Pattinson, like it looks. It depends, on what, it depends what day you catch me on because there's some days. <laughs> there's some days I watch the trailer, and certainly the opening of it, where it's kind of Commissioner Gordon and he's kind of taking through the crime scene and stuff, has an almost sort of seven vibe to it. Mm. Um, and then as the trailer goes on, it's more like traditional
0: looking punch stuff.
1: Christopher Nolan, yeah, Christopher Nolan sort of Batman. <laughs> and although I did like the bit where where like, there's a guy saying, who said, "Who you supposed to be?" And he just kicks the shit out of him. And I was kind of like, "Dude, the guy is dressed as a bat. Don't. F- why would you even mess with him? Do you know what I mean?"
0: He's, well, I was gonna say if he's not if he if he's not clearly a vigilante, he's clearly a lunatic. So <laughs> exactly don't, don't
1: have yeah. just have he's got body armor on. You've got face paint.
0: Yeah, he's got belt. step
1: away. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. So my my thing is um, Batman's a little bit like Spider-Man for me in that kind of and um, you know and I probably shouldn't say this but in that kind of thing of like how many times are we going to get Batman and Spider-Man films you know give someone else yeah. a chance. But I whereas with Spider-Man I kind of feel they've done you know you, you're never really going to get better than the Spider-Mans that we've had, if that makes sense. And especially like Spider-Man game and stuff like that. So I feel they've nailed the essence of that character. Do you get what I mean? I don't think there's a Spider-Man film that's going to come out for me anyway, where I'm going to be like, Oh my God, that is Spider-Man. I I feel that that I've already, I've already had that experience. Mm -hmm. And I feel on one side I've had that with Batman, but what I haven't had is the fact that, you know, Batman is known as the world's greatest detective. And I've, yes. and I've never, the only time I, that I came, you, you got close to it was in um, the Michael Keaton Batman in the first film where mm. like the Joker had, um, was poisoning the city and stuff. And like, he'd sent something into the press and it was kind of like, he'd figured out that it was like, you had to use it wasn't just one thing it was like lots of different things and when you combined them that was basically the joke joker's gas and she was My kind of like, God. how do you figure this all out so you know they they flirted with that idea that he was obviously a you know a detective but i think since then they've just doubled down on the sort of bat ninja stuff
0: yeah and, and i don't think i even do that particularly well because like as much as i love the dark knight like i uh I d- the Dark Knight Rises hasn't stood up to repeat viewings to me at all. It, the more I watch Bane, the more I find him really fucking funny, which is not how you should be feeling about that. Oh, my voice! But like, The Dark Knight is one of one of the best superhero movies in my personal opinion. But like you say, that whole film is mostly Batman reacting to things that the Joker's doing and not. There's not an awful lot of like detective stuff and there's just a lot of punching things. Like, even, you know, like, it bothered me a bit, like, in that interrogation scene where his first thought is to smack Joker's head off the table. Because, like the Joker says, it's like, you've, you've fucked up my brain there, mate. I don't know how I'm supposed to tell you anything, because yeah. I'm real fucking dizzy.
1: I did like that bit when he's interrogating at the end, and Joker's like, you got nothing!
0: <laughs> oh, man, the Joker is amazing in that movie. I don't even really like the Joker very much as a character, but I think they fucking nailed it uh, yeah. in the Dark Knight. But, like... My thing about Batman is, like, I get that he's supposed to be the darker and the grittier one, like, he's a bit of a sort of, you know, compared to, like, your Supermans and stuff and your mm. Wonder Womans, he's a bit more, you know, the, the the threat that lingers in the night kind of thing, and I get it, and it's, like, totally fine, but it feels to me like every Batman movie is just shadows and punches, and I feel like I want, I want one where he's actually detectiving things and... Using his brain and also not having that ridiculous mop of hair that they've given Robert Pattinson in
1: it. I, I uh, just I just think they've never to me what they did with the with Batman in the first in his own animated series and then in like Justice League and Justice League Limited, they haven't topped for me. Mm-hmm. For me, that's Batman. They 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 managed to nail the kind of dark and gritty thing within the animated setting, but also they they nailed the fact that he's there was greatest detective as well. And the fact that I think it was one of the later sort of animated films, but, it, and I know it's based on a comic run, but it's the fact that he has a, um, he has a file or something. He, has file, he had files and all the justice league and all the weaknesses and how he would defeat them. I'm like that, that's, that's Batman, you know, but ba- the whole point of Batman is that like, he's supposed to be the peak of like human ability. He's one step ahead of everyone else. And yeah. that's why he's able to kind of keep up with all these, you know, Superpowered, effectively gods. That's why he keeps up with them, you know. Yeah, his um, superpower is preparedness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think I heard it. I think it was in one of the, the animated ones where there was a. It was like a. It was like a dream guy, and he was going into all like the, the Justice League's dreams and like messing them up and stuff. And he wasn't bothering with Batman, and he kept saying to Batman, "Look, I haven't got any beef with you, you know." um And it's Batman who kind of saves the day. And Batman sort of said, "You wouldn't." He said, "I've got a superpower." Do you know what my superpowers is it's like. I never, I never quit. It's something like that. I was like, "Yeah, Batman, you tell him." <laughs> um, so I, I feel that with this one, obviously it's just a teaser. That's all I've seen, and I get you've got to have the beating up stuff, you know, and then, who are you and all that. I get that, but what I want to see is him actually being a detective or on his way to being the world's greatest detective. And I still mm. don't, I still don't think in the film, in the realm of film that they've, they've done that justice. And I love, and I loved all the criminal. I really enjoyed like Dark Knight Rises and all that. I enjoyed the Dark Knight trilogy. You know, yeah. um, I liked actually, no, no, I'll take it back. I'm going to get, I'll probably get roasted because I ain't a fan in Batman V Superman. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a, there's a, <laughs> I love you, yes. you go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a, there's a, there's a sequence where you've got Bruce Wayne's basically decided he's going to take on like Superbad, you know. And there's a sequence where you see him like training. Oh
0: mate, he's lifting right? that toy like right, no one's
1: business and smacking yeah. it with. <laughs> yeah, and he's training. He's like he's doing. Like, I, I've got a pull up bar in my house. I can do two pull ups. Well, that was probably about six years ago. Now, not so much. Um, <laughs> He's doing pull ups with like a, a ton of chains around his neck. But interspersed with all of that, he's building all these gadgets. Yeah. You know, and and that, to take on Superman. And what I loved about that sequence is okay, you may be not showing the detective stuff so much, but the whole point of Batman was that he studied with like the world's greatest scientists, the world's greatest martial artists, the world's greatest sort of feet, thi- the world's greatest thinkers, you know. Mm. So when he got back to Gotham, he could become the batman whereas i feel that all we've seen is him in in other films is him basically go around the world learn how to fight and then yeah and scare the shit out of people and then come back and because he's rich he's able to like afford all these fancy gadgets so basically everyone else is doing the heavy heavy lifting around him
0: (laughs) no i do i'm not going to roast you for that opinion because i actually thought the way that they presented Batman in Batman vs. Superman was the best thing about the film. Yeah. I don't think it was a good film overall, and uh, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. Pardon me. Do a little beer, bath why don't you, Stace? Jeez. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> i almost finished it, though, lads. Um, yeah, so I thought and I thought Ben Affleck wasn't bad as Batman. I just... Uh, just that film just didn't make any sense.
1: <laughs> Did you... No, you wouldn't have watched... I watched the... Um... I'm not going to try and change people's opinions on the film. If Darren left, like, he didn't like filming. I didn't mind the film when I first saw it. Sue, Sue didn't like it because she didn't like the shoes that Batman was wearing. I kid you not. In, in the final battle, she's like, what? He says he shoes are shit. Why is he wearing shoes? Why is he wearing shoes like that? So, um, but I watched the, um, I don't have to call it the ultimate edition. I, I'm not sure what it's called. And it was on, it was on Amazon prime and I was doing some ironing. So I stuck it on and they've added, they've put back in loads of scenes that was cut and mm. it made so much more sense to the film. Yeah,
0: I've heard that, but I just don't know if I can be asked to sit through it.
1: No, um. well, my, my thing is, I think if you start from the place, I was starting from the place of, I didn't mind the first film, I actually quite enjoyed it. I've yeah. got something. So for me, it was like, let me, let me have a watch of this because I know I'm still going to enjoy it. And then when I watched it, I was like, actually, it makes loads more sense. Whereas if you didn't like the film and you watched it, it would, probably still, it would probably make loads of more sense to you, but you like, I still thought it was shit.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think I would like it, simply because my biggest problem with the film was, I feel like Jesse Eisenberg was playing oh. a different version of Lex Luthor than that film needed. So I don't, I think in a universe, if you were doing a Batman film more akin to like 60s Adam West Batman, he would have fit in perfectly, because he was like a proper pantomime, ridiculous idiot villain, and I kind of loved him. But... The rest of the film took itself so goddamn seriously, like all the Superman and all the Batman stuff, that he then stuck out like a sore thumb. It was just like watching the world's most cringy performance because everybody else around them was like delivering, like you know, Shakespeare, and he was giving us like fucking Timmy mallet Like it was, just... <laughs> <laughs> it was just so fucking weird. I was like, I don't know what you're doing with this.
1: this I, I, I have to say, I. 130% agree with you in that. I said I enjoyed the film. Every time he came on the screen, I, awesome. I was I was just like, why are you here? <laughs> like, what? what you- when, when, when does Lex Luthor turn up? Because I don't know who the fuck you are. And he yeah. needed, I think, you're right, I think for the, and I kind of, I've read interviews with um Zack Snyder where he's trying to explain why he, he picked him and he's trying to go for like, kind of Manelio Minel- and all that. Yeah, I get that it didn't work. What you needed was either, fuck it, get Clancy Brown, make him an older Lex Luthor, shave, shave his hair off or get someone like that. He needed someone who was beefy, someone who had gravitas. When he yeah. spoke, it was like, things just rumble. You know I mean? Because there's a scene where you've kind of got, you've got Clark Kent, you've got Bruce Wayne and they're kind of there and then like, he comes in, hey, so it's Bruce Wayne and it's hey, and I was just like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah it wasn't good and like i think the problem
0: with him is that he's always going to deliver that sort of performance like he was the same in uh, the social network he's pretty much the same in Zombieland. like that's his that's his shtick like the fast talking smart nerdy slightly twatty one and that's what <laughs> we really wanted in alex luther and it certainly wasn't what that film needed in alex luther because it's hard to think of that guy as a threat to anyone, let alone to a fucking beefed as shit Henry Cavill and a beefed as shit Ben Affleck. Well, the, like I feel like a light breeze would take him. I feel like
1: The problem is as well is like Gene Hackman, who I loved, as, has a lot to answer for. Yeah. Because ever since his his portrayal of Lex Luthor on film. They just used that as a template. So even though with Jesse Eisenberg, whatever the fuck his name is, you know, he was trying to be a bit nerdy, but he was still kind of dipping into that Gene Hapman play, but where I'm a little bit wacky. And it doesn't, whereas the animated Lex Luthor from the Superman animated show, that's how you, voiced by Clancy Brown, that's how you do Lex Luthor.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just missed the mark for me. And I don't, I don't think I care to see... The Snyder Cut of Justice League. Again, it's another one that I might watch just out of sheer morbid curiosity. I'm,
1: I'm looking forward.
0: I've not I'm, got I'm, high hopes.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm quite I'm looking forward to
0: watching it. Well, they, got... they recently said that Jared Leto's Joker is in it, and I was like, "Fuck off! No one wants that. <laughs> Nobody wants that." Oh,
1: I, no. in in the closing minutes, can they got to be done by? to wait I, I don't know if I've ever said that I watched um, Birds of Prey
0: oh yeah what did you think
1: of it I enjoyed it actually yeah. I had a good time with it and I think it was because I watched it so um, so late after it, so the, the fuss had completely gone yeah you know yeah. it was just a film let's just stick it on and see what it's like so there was I had no expectations whatsoever and yeah I, I actually yeah I really enjoyed it Um, again I, I just think I liked New McGregor but I'm like you know what couldn't you afford to like get joking in
0: (laughs) the the one thing I'll say about him is there's a sequence in that film where he's like really uncomfortably making a woman strip off uh and it's possibly one of the most uncomfortable scenes I've ever seen
1: yeah that was
0: Um, yeah he comes across as super evil there and it's done in such a way where you can tell that he's not doing it for the titillation like it's not supposed to be a sexy scene no it is a terrifying scene where a man is just exerting power over people it's horrible um actually was quite impressed with him with that because i usually see him as like oh it's cuddly little, <laughs> little little give him a hug oh he's cute like <laughs> um in films where he's categorically not cute i'm like oh i just want to adopt him Ah, <laughs> oh. like whereas this film i was like oh, that's fucked up bro like <laughs> fucking yeah. hell i didn't mind birds of prey i think it was because i had low uh, expectations of it because i didn't really like suicide squad and I wish, I really wish it hadn't done the narrative thing of uh, having it, the first half of it be like a flashback that she was narrating. I found yeah. that quite great. But I absolutely adored Huntress. thought she was amazing. I, I think my sexuality just became Mary Elizabeth Winstead, having watched that film. And I thought all the women worked really well together. They were like very different characters, but they... Yeah. Held really well. It was like a solid like three, three and a half stars for me. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah, it was alright. Wasn't like I wouldn't be like, oh, you've got to watch it, but but like, you know, if you want to, uh, give yeah. it a whirl. You are right in the fact that I want to go fairly soon, and that is entirely because I want to go to absolute town on a Swiss roll while I watch the Great British Bake Off final. So before I do that, I want to whiz through a couple of real quick things that I did want to talk about. The first one was the Animaniacs reboot, which started on Hulu. Well, they released like 41 episodes of it or something ridiculous onto Hulu last week. I've watched about five of them. I don't know if I'm misremembering Animaniacs from when I was a kid. (laughs) But I don't know how I feel about this. Because Pinky and the Brain is still very good. The voice acting is still very good. Like, obviously, Rob Paulson, Tress McNeil and... um, jess Harnell and maurice Lamarche are all like amazing like veterans of their craft kind of thing but i don't i'm not actually finding the actual animaniacs skits that funny like there's the odd joke that gives me a yeah. little chuckle but for the most part it's just like it's it, it's fine <laughs> <laughs> um, which is a bit sad i'm hoping it gets better the more that i watch like maybe once it gets into its into its groove like one of the yeah. things i've been finding a bit jarring is that nearly every episode has had some reference to the fact that like it's a reboot so there's like a joke about rebooting things or you know the pointlessness that hollywood can't think of new ideas like in every episode there's been a joke like that and i'm like we get it lads so there's been that and there was also a film that i watched called standing up falling down which came out earlier this year and it's <laughs> it's a difficult film to sell because it's quite a cliched and very predictable story of like basically Ben Schwartz plays a guy who is a struggling comedian who has to move back in with his parents after he goes to LA and fails to make a name for himself as a comedian Uh, and when he comes back to his parents house he meets this like older guy who's quite funny and they sort of build a friendship um and it is very predictable and it's very twee in places it's also really really funny like I'll go on record and say that I can't think of a single thing that Ben Schwartz has done that I don't like. <laughs> I haven't seen like everything he's ever done, but I do think he's brilliant. So he's a improv comedian slash actor slash voice actor, does the voice of Dewey in the current DuckTales. Cool. Uh, trying to think of other voices, you might know him as Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> uh, in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah, he's just... He's got this brilliant way of acting that's really, really natural. Like, it seems like that's just how he is. It doesn't feel like it's acting. And the sort of, like, older uh, sort of mentor type that he meets is Billy Crystal, who is also just being really funny and really natural and really, like, snappy. So even though the film is a bit sort of like, you know exactly what's going to happen, it's just an absolute joy to watch. Um, it's, It's, like, just two, like, two people, like, at the top of their game... Just, you know, really embracing their craft and doing a real fucking good job of it. So I definitely give that a recommend. And then the final thing uh, was a thing that I don't actually know if it's available in the UK because I'm not sure how Rich showed it to me. But um, if it is, you should watch it. And it is David Byrne's American Utopia, which is a live show by David Byrne of the Talking Heads fame uh, which is just lots of like performances and interpretive dance and spoken word pieces, and it's a very powerful performance. He talks a lot in between the songs about the things that are in, like talks about you know the human brain and the capacity for like memory and love, and they do a really powerful piece that's like a, a cover of a um, protest song called Hell You Tomb Out, which is like just basically a song about Black Lives Matter, and it's really powerfully done. Uh, the whole thing is just a phenomenal watch. I was just like, you know, when you just put something on and you just mesmerised by it. Like, I didn't pick up my phone, like, once to check anything. Like, I was just – and he's such a great performer. Like, I don't know how old he is, but he's probably getting on in years. But he was busting out some, like, really high notes and stuff, and he was hitting all of them. <laughs> like, he's a really <laughs> phenomenal performer, um, which is why rolling really neatly into my – As yet unnamed segment about music My uh, musical recommendation For this episode is Girlfriend is better by Talking Heads Because it's a fucking cracking tune And everybody should give it a listen Barry what's your music choice quick Before I go and put a whole Swiss roll in my face
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh god Uh, Oh I um, Going way back to Dark Materials His Dark Materials um, The season 2 soundtrack is on Spotify Ooh. Um, and there is a cracking uh, piece of music. because I don't really listen to kind of like pop music. Mm-hmm. I did the inverted commas thing, unless it's seal. Uh, and uh, yeah, so he's Dark he Materials, season two soundtrack, Children of the Prophecy. It's a, it's a track, which is awesome.
0: Excellent. Well, if you would like to have a listen to these choices, lads and lasses, there is a pile of recommendations Spotify playlist for you to stick in your ears
1: look at you with your playlist.
0: i know i've got there you go another little burp brewing sorry about that ah, barry thank you so much for joining me in the parlor on this chilly tuesday evening
1: hi have, oh sorry go no i was just saying hey
0: oh cool have you got anything you would like to plug to my lovely listeners before we do one so i can eat cake
1: no, my live show Rum Tom Tucker is uh, being cancelled due to COVID, so that won't be back until next year. So... Maybe. <laughs> so uh, no, I have I have nothing to plug. My new book will not be out until until next year. So seems pointless to be plugging that bad boy now.
0: Cool. <laughs> well, if. Uh... People want to hear more of these <laughs> Stacey Barry shenanigans. Barry and I do do a podcast called Stace and Barry in the morning, which you can find over on the Geek Syndicate Network at geeksyndicate.co.uk. Uh, I don't need to do any plugs because they're all in my outro. So uh, speak to you soon, listeners, you bloody lovely folks. Have a good end of November and I'll see you for our big old christmas 2020 countdown where we'll all be trying to scrabble around for things that have even happened this year (laughs) (laughs) amazing
1: love you everybody bye Bye all. I thought I'd get that in Just because I won't be here for the Christmas show So, Thank you, you, know. Thank you. I mean we could just do a Christmas episode of Stacey and Barry But don't worry about it Yes, you. good point More proper pom-poms coming soon <laughs> Coming
0: soon to a podcast near you proper <laughs> <pom-pom>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour To get in touch with me, the titular Stace You can follow me on Twitter At Stacey's Parlour Send an email to Stacey's Parlour At gmail.com or come and join the Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour Facebook group. If you'd like to leave a review for the show, please do so on Apple Podcasts or over at podchaser.com. If you like what you heard enough to want to give me some money, which would be quite spectacular actually, you can go to coffeecom forward slash Parlour. That's ko-fi.com forward slash Parlour. The music that you're hearing right now is by the amazing band Starbomb and you should really check them out on Spotify, iTunes or on their website. Thanks for stopping by and I'll see you next month.